Yeah, let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to be in at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look. Woo! Here we go, here we go. What's going on, guys? John, your camera is shaking so much. I know. I just moved my screen back. All right. All right. All right. All right. What, come, are you going come, through an earthquake? During the show, not not 30 seconds into the show. No, no. I'm going to go after you right away, man. You made me end my stream. Let's get into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the JMP Sports Podcast. I'm Patrick Wilson here with my co-host for and for some odd reason the guy who has a man crush on Ben Simmons, Jonathan yes, Pat. Yes, sir. What's going yeah. on? Ben put up yeah. a couple of uh, interesting videos this week. I see. Yeah, and he also put out a very interesting uh, press conference in L.A. Did he? Yeah. Saying that he's not going to be attending training camp. Oh, that's just from his agent. I So, uh, I mean, we can get it. Do, I, do we want to get into this right away? Um, yes. Okay. So, I was yes, reading. I my, my, my dad read me uh, an article, um, and it said uh, that Ben Simmons will be fined $225,000 every workday that he's not there. And over five days, that equivalents to like $1.1 million or something like that. And I mean, Ben Simmons is rich, but he's not rich enough to uh, hold out for a whole month while I was training gonna, goes on. I was going to say, like, the man that signed a deal for, what, $134 million, he can't afford $1.1 million? Yeah, but it's just, I mean, he bought a $17 million house. He's got, you know, a bunch of things to take care of. I, I just don't think he's going to sit out of training camp very long because that bill will add up very quickly. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I, I'm I, just, I just had a slow teardrop of him buying a $17 million house, but now he can't afford to, yeah, now he can't afford to go to not go to training camp because he bought that house. Hey, show what, up. What, what? I just think he's being a big baby right now. And won't admit that he was the majority of the problem in the playoffs. Um, he wasn't the majority of the problem. He was part of it, definitely. But um, I still put more responsibility on Doc Rivers. A, a, a bigger part of the problem. Because, you know, when you get a chance to absolutely crush Trey Young, you should probably take it. Yeah. Yeah, Trey Young's a little uh, um, B word, but it's okay. L- little weasel. Yes. <laughs> I just I just don't like I just don't like Trey Young. He's I mean, I would love him if I'm, if he was on my team. I mean, I love his cockiness, but just remember him, he is so frustrating. Just remember in the series after he had an ice pack on his shoulder bigger than himself. That was during the Sixers series. Uh, oh, it was during the Sixers series? His shoulder problem that he had no problem dropping 35 on us about. <laughs> 
no yeah. big deal. All right. Well, Ben Simmons better get traded soon because I'm tired of hearing about him. <sighs> um, let's get into some more positive things like Le Locks of the Week. Yes. Let's do it. I have the wrong page set up. Why is this? There we go. Well, there you have it, guys. John officially beat me this week because he got lucky that the Phillies actually won a game. Not tonight, but thank the effing Lord. <laughs> what, they didn't win tonight? They were up two to one, and in the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs, Archie Bradley had to give up a two-run home run. That put him down 3-2, and then they couldn't do anything in the anything in the ninth. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, so, yeah, I officially owe John a milkshake. But with him being at school, hopefully by the time he comes home, he forgets. <laughs> oh, boy. It's so good to actually break even for once. And uh, now we just go on a roll. And we just kind of just keep this train moving. Yeah. Good luck with that. I'm going to bring my A game, bro. Well, yeah, well, right now, my my uh, actual bet, one of them, is not uh, panning out because uh, DraftKings, uh, good fans of the show, hopefully, uh, they gave me some free. They gave me some free money, and I put it on the. Uh, it was under the no-brainer bet category, and if the Clemson Georgia game got over seventeen points combined, um, I would double my money. And uh, right now it is seven nothing. I need all of ten more points, and they're in the second half, and I'm a bit stressed about it. And it's oh, it's ten ten nothing now. I need I need one more touchdown. In the fourth quarter. That's, that's what I need right now. DraftKings, big fan. I need a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, it was 0 0 at halftime, and I'm just over here sweating it out. Was it like in the fourth quarter now? They just started the fourth quarter. And you need one touchdown. I need one touchdown. If they don't get it, I'm going to laugh so hard. Pat, I could I could make fifty bucks tonight out of twenty five dollars or free, with free money, or you could lose twenty five. It's free money. They gave it to me for free, so technically I'm not losing. Ah, okay. They're and they're why like you, why are you stressing? Because I want fifty free dollars. But you are you. All right. All right. The man wants what the man wants. You're reaching the same point as Zach is for me at the boiling point right now, dude. With the freaking Ben Simmons and now the DraftKings. I, I just like to egg money. people on. All right. You're reaching that point. So the moral of the story is I am on a hot streak. If I win one, uh, let's see. You win one. We won a game yesterday. You win two. That's two in a row. You win one the next day. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. <laughs> that is where but, I'm at right not now. Not to you. No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. All right. Now that we're done the locks of the week. Getting to some flyers talk. 
yeah, I feel like that's going to be the majority of our talking yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Pat, we sent out a tweet during the week, and um, we said, what are Chuck Fletcher's top five moves this offseason? And he's made a bit, he's made a bunch of them. Um, what are your top five? The Flyers drastically needed to improve on their defense, and they did. So Ryan Ellis is my number one. Okay, love it. Ryan Ellis has got to be my number one. That was such a good move, and basically only getting rid of Hag and Patrick for him. Like, steal. And um, the Predators didn't even keep Patrick. They traded him to the Knights Mm -hmm. for Cody Glass. So we basically traded Robert Hag for Ryan Ellis. Like, yeah, that is true. Steel. Steel and a half, in my opinion. Such such a great improvement. Number two, Coots signing. Coots signing and extending him for another eight years. Mm-hmm. Great, great. On, on the contract that, like, and with work. It's still a friendly po- contract. Yes. yes. Great move. Third, Farabee signing. They extended his contract for six years at $5 million per year. And two years when he reaches his prime and he's playing a lot better than he is now, that's going to be a steal and a half. Yeah. Like he's, uh, made two, he's made two very friendly or very cap-friendly, team-friendly contracts this offseason. It's awesome. I absolutely love it. Um, number four. Some people are going to hate me for this. Some people aren't. The wrist aligning trade. You, so you're in favor of it. I'm a, I'm a favor of it. Okay. Even even for the price of the first round pick. Yeah. Okay. I am actually a favor of it. We need grit on this team, and that man will bring it. Uh, I think I think uh, in the Sean Couturier, uh press conference after he signed the contract, he was like, you know, you always had to know where he was on the ice and you always had to keep your head up. I think just that hesitation is enough to help this team out. Bold. The, they, they need a grit. He's not going to be on the top pair or not even on the second pair unless they really need him. He's going to be on that third pair with his role of physicality. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to have a huge role in this defense. You're, you're just going to have to deal with his dumb decisions sometimes and just accept the fact that he's going to help this team in the long run. Yeah, exactly. And number five, Kay Atkinson. Dude, he's yeah. so excited to be here. Now, was yours an order of one through five? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Kay Max, like... I was just happy they got rid of Horacek at this point. Yeah, like Vor- I mean, he barely scored, and I get it. He had a lot of, of assists, but I just he just wasn't doing anything. He's he's old and old. That's really all I got. He was a non-factor okay. for the last two years. Yeah, now K Max, and he's going to bring a lot of energy, and he's got. You can already see it through well. his tweets. Yeah. And he's going to bring great leadership. He's so excited to be here. And 
the fans are really excited to see him here as well. Yeah. So what are yours? Okay. Let me pull up my notes real quick. Dude, I've just been talking for the past like five minutes and you didn't even well, have your notes up. First of all, you didn't even create a note sheet. All right. Because I don't need a note sheet. Here we go. I'm not we're a gonna noob. Go from We're going to go from five to one. Okay. So number five, I've got Derek Broussard as a signing. I think, I don't think it'll be anything special. I just think he is, uh, he can just be a solid player that isn't going to do dumb things and can help put the younger guys and lead the younger guys into better positions on the ice, you know, even in game adjustments on the bench, I think it can uh, greatly help just everybody with his experience. And especially with playing against him for so long with the Rangers, it's kind of annoying, but now now he's with us. He signed for 800,000 for one year, right? Yeah. yeah, So that's a very cap friendly too. And on top of that move, it helps Morgan Frost start the year in Lehigh Valley and let him come back from his injury instead of immediately I didn't even think expect- about that. having expectations. See, this is what you, this is what happens when you actually do research. Mm-hmm. I said it. All right. Sorry, I'm making money out here. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Could you hear that sound? No. Oh, Darn. Darn. The dummy over here forgot to add it to the stream. Oh, time out. Boom. Roasted. Boom. There you go. Roasted. I've been playing sound back here and I haven't gotten a reaction. I'm like, what the heck? Okay. Um, number four. I've got the Joel Faraby contract. Um, okay. I, I just... I mean, I have his contract pulled up here. Um, Six years, five million average. Yeah, and I mean, what happens when you do your research and get notes? Well, here's the thing: it's very team friendly. In so his contract, his original rookie contracts up this after this year, Mm -hmm. and he's at eight hundred thirty-two thousand dollars. Next year is only one million dollars. Well, the cap hits five million all year, or yeah, cap hits at five. But like, it just keeps on building up, 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 and I think it's just something that can really help this team in the future when they really need to go get somebody at the trade deadline or somebody in free agency. And we've seen Chuck Fletcher do it. I had the Sean Couturier contract as number three, and pretty much for the same reasons you did, team friendly deal, and uh future if, captain yeah if chuck fletcher said it the best probably um if sean Gattari didn't resign we were heading for a whole rebuild like yeah the team just switches right around when he when he's not even signed for the future so having him aboard and having him aboard for eight more years is is a big deal much Dude, bigger he really wants to be a flyer and he does not want to leave yeah. Uh, okay, so I got I got a little uh, math equation for you. This this next one, dude. I'm out of college. I don't need that. So I have the additions in parentheses. Ryan Ellis plus Rissa Lyonen. Close that parenthesis. Then you subtract Gossesfair and uh, Robert Hag. 
And that equals more time to develop for Cam York. And I think that is a much, much, much bigger thing that people don't realize. Um, yeah, because it gives York the ability to start in Lehigh Valley just like Frost. With Yeah. Now, I, I would have full confidence that Cam York can survive at the NHL level right now more than Morgan Frost, um, just from what we saw last year. But, you know, it's it's... It, it wouldn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. And to have somebody who's NHL ready, just, you know, waiting in the wings, it's not like he's an older player. I mean, he's got a lot of, a lot left in the tank and he'll, he'll be up. Let's say if there's not an injury, he'll be up by January, like full time. And if there is an injury, he's the first to a defenseman. He's the first guy that, that they're calling. So, he, Cam York's kind of in a win-win situation where he'll either start with the club uh, or just go let him play. I mean, we Pat, we should go to like an early game and just be like, yeah, we saw Cam York two rows from the glass. Uh, well, you have to figure that out with your golf schedule because you're already canceling two streams on me. Or rescheduling, two? sorry. It's only one. So far, is, don't you have another one in November that's on a Saturday too? No, my schedule's done in October. I'm going to have to take a big test in November during the day, but not. I swore there was another Saturday where you have another golf outing. I do, but that's during the day. That's not at 10 o'clock at night. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see if you have to reschedule it. Trust me. I, <clears throat> I can't do that. Why not? You you have, you have the face of a... Uh radio spokesperson i can't i can't trust that oh all right and that's <clears throat> uh, so the one that's one. losing his hair yeah just, Boom, just shave, it already. <laughs> shave, shave it already if you would join my stream sometime and vote in the community goal or community <laughs> challenge we could do this in october Maybe, 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 and I'll do it for charity, and do it for charity. There we go. <laughs> study, John. Study? No, never. I've done more work studying this week than I have all of my college life. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number one is Cam Atkinson because his energy and. He was an alternate captain with the Columbus Blue Jackets, and I just think he's gonna—he's going to be a major contributor. And yes, you can highlight that. Uh, That's his dad, by the way, guys. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Uh, so as yeah. soon as we're done this podcast, John's gonna go downstairs, and his dad's gonna be like, "So, uh, you studying this myself. week?" I have been. I I have been. I barely had time to play Xbox <laughs> or go outside. Really, I've had plenty of time today to play Xbox. I know two streams. What the heck? Two streams in one day. Yeah, I was on a roll. All right, making Pat, bank. Which. What do you want to? What do you applaud Chuck Fletcher for mainly? 
because we need to make this a whole Chuck Fletcher. He readjusted this defense. He kind of shifted the whole entire direction of this franchise because In we knew that they season? were good. Yeah, we knew that yeah. they were good, but then they stunk last year, and we're we're trying to create. Um, Hopefully, consistency. Um, we're trying to create excuses for things like, oh, you know, they didn't have Matt Niskin in, but Matt Niskin isn't coming back. It's not like he's injured. He's retired. Um, yeah. I mean, Carter Hart just stunk last year. Half of that was to him. Half of that was the defense in front of him. Like, there's just no other ways to put it. And Chuck Fletcher actually has somewhat of this town excited for the Flyers instead of nobody until the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the for the Flyers, like they've been in and out of the playoffs every other year for 10 years in a row, which is, I think that's like a league record or something. Whereas literally 10 years in a row, they would make a playoff year to miss a playoff yeah. year. Make it's a playoff, miss a playoff. sustain success. They were like in a rut. And well, this year, if that rut continues, they'll be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So... And hopefully with this whole team change next year, they'll be in the playoffs too. And we'll get out of the rut and in a good way where we'll be in the playoffs for years to come instead of every other year. I mean, I would, I would honestly just love to see consistency. And that starts with the first 10 games, then transfer that over to the second 10 games and transfer that over to the third set of 10 games and just kind of maintain with the team they have now, since they have a lot of new players and they still need to adjust how each other play their first 10 games. I want to see six wins. Well, put this way. If they can go, if they could do six wins, eight times, that's 48 wins. That's a hundred. That's 98 points right there. Right. 96, 96, not a math major. Um, Monkey's Uncle is a retro vintage inspired t-shirt boutique that's more than just a store. It's family owned and locally operated in Doylestown, Pennsylvania since 2010. It's a unique experience all to itself that takes you down memory lane where I know you are sure to find something that will make you nostalgic for that back in the day feeling. From babies to babes, dudes to dads, it's the most fun your closet will ever have. Visit them at themonkeysuncle.net today. That's themonkeysuncle.net or call at 267-247-5865. That's 267-247-5865. Don't forget themonkeysuncle.net. 96 plus you add a couple of overtime games so overtime losses they'll be over 100 points yeah so we'll call it 105 does that seem fair nine extra games yeah 106 for 10 and then you know let me let me look up what made the playoffs last year because that would be a good last year was a shortened season you gotta remember that yeah i know but um, like the Canadians that made it to the Stanley Cup playoffs, they only had 59 points. 
Let me, or no, they had 58 points and the Flyers had 59 or flip-flop, something like that. Let me let me look at I was told there would be no math. I was told that too, Mark. Don't worry. <laughs> but again, you can't trust this guy. No. Don't trust okay. him. Here we go. I mean, 2019 was also a shortened season. 70 games. Jeez. Let me 28 go. Yeah. 2019 was from COVID. 2020 was from yes. COVID. This season should be their first normal season. Should be. In three word. years. Yes. Uh, okay. So we'll go to conference. And um, okay. Top eight. Columbus got in with 98 points. That's in the east. And in the west, the eight spot got 90. Okay, so we'll call it 95. Or no, we'll, we'll call it 100 because 100, they'll definitely they'll definitely need 100 because Eastern Conference is always a lot tougher than the Western. Right. Especially in the division that they're in, they're definitely going to need that 100 points. Right. Um Metropolitan's like, insane with skill. Cuz um you know in 2018, you had the Capitals with 104, Islanders with 103, and Pittsburgh with 100. And then also Carolina and Columbus. So five of the eight teams made the playoffs in the Metropolitan Division. Now, I that's mean, usually how it goes. A lot of uh, has changed in the last three years. Like Washington is still pretty good. The Islanders are really good. Pittsburgh has fallen off. They're not as good, but they're still good enough to compete for the eighth spot. Right? Yeah. Uh, Carolina? How good's Carolina? The Hurricanes? Yeah. They just signed Cottonemi. Is that exactly. how you pronounce his name? The uh, Montreal Canadiens. Star forward. Young star forward. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I have no if idea I... who that is. It, it's, it's a young stud that was on the Canadiens, and the Hurricanes just signed him. Okay. Um, so. The Blue Jackets, I don't think, are that good right like i don't i don't think that they're mm. overwhelmingly not overwhelmingly good but they are good boston yeah i mean Boston's i mean they a... lost uh david Krejci, right yeah to playing in his home country but th they still have a lot of powerhouses there mm -hmm. boston's still going to be a threat no matter what they just know how to coach their hockey teams, basically. Like they'll they'll find a way to get into the playoffs, no matter who they have on their team. So let's see, twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. So you had in the Maz Mutual East because everything has to be a sponsorship now. Um, Thanks, you had COVID. The Pittsburgh Penguins led the division with seventy seven points, and the Capitals also had seventy seven points. Um, I thought the Pittsburgh. So I guess Pittsburgh. So I bet I guess Pittsburgh is somewhat decent. I mean, they were twenty-two and four, twenty-two four and two at home, and fifteen twelve and one on the road. So they play extremely well on, at, at home. home. Yes. Um, and Crosby plays extremely well in Philadelphia, which we got a freaking change. Yes, we need to just light them up. Ryan, or not Ryan Ellis, um, Ristolainen, 
get suspended for two games. Check him as hard as you can. Throw him off his game. Nope, that's not it. What what was with the text noise? That was not. It says ding sound effect. Uh, that did not work ding, out. Ding ding ding, motherfucker! Nope, sorry, that wasn't <laughs> it. That was not it. That is not. I'm trying to think. Where's where's my boxing? Sorry for the language. Hold on. Time out. There it is. Oh God. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I'm so sorry for the language. I was trying to find a boxing belt and every sound says ding ding. So I'm like I'm like, oh god. Dude, your face was priceless. It's a good thing we have it on video now. <laughs> We're still trying to get this soundboard. <laughs> I should have played this. Oh, man. oh God. Uh, I'm crying. That was so funny. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. Oh. <laughs> That's man. a my bad Donovan McNabb moment. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> you're not that guy pal trust me you're, you're not, not that, that guy, guy. Oh, oh man oh, i'm so glad that happened i'm so glad that happened <laughs> it was at this moment that he knew <laughs> he beat up oh that was that was so interesting okay let's oh. let's get back let's get back to it uh Dude. So we were talking about the standings before I messed up. The Flyers ended with 58 points. And um, I'm trying to find. Okay, so it was 58 and Canadians had 59. Yeah, I'm. Tr- they don't have the conference. It's only the league. Um, which is kind of weird. But um, well, I, think, I think what we're trying to say is 100. Uh, 100 points the Flyers need. <laughs> All right. I made one mistake. Dude, I got that got the giggles. <laughs> I've got the giggles. Oh man. Oh. Um yeah, so Chuck Fletcher definitely This is another 82 game season, right? Coming up. Yes. Okay. Is it 84 at basketball 82? No, it's 82. Hockey's always been 82. Um, Chuck Fletcher definitely built a 100-point team for these 82 games. On paper, at least. On paper, at least, yeah. Again, consistency, something the Flyers have been awful at. They They need to work on that. They'll get there. They'll get there one day. I can't take another 500 average team again like i mean i'm i'm going through it with the phillies right now and i'm not ready for the eagles are still gonna be below average not that well the eagles i expect to be to win six or seven games like i I don't expect them to do that sixers if they have ben simmons they'll choke again nah nah i'm telling you sixers will be okay 
maybe maybe not i don't know Embiid went out and attacked the fans after everything i don't know what's going on well mostly because the fans attacked him a couple years ago yeah a couple years ago um yeah no don't don't worry my mind is just spinning now after after my whole incident ben simmons face is gonna be on a milk cardboard box again or a milk carton again as long as they don't trade Matisse and Thibel, we'll be fine. Matisse and Thibel. Wow. The same guy made a mistake in this show, too. Back-to-back shows. Oh. I We needed this. <laughs> we needed the SpongeBob sensor. You realize I'm going back and clipping that, and I'm posting that everywhere, right? You, you post it wherever you want. <laughs> Just letting you know. Back to Chuck Fletcher. He has made great moves this offseason. He definitely made this team to have a serious run in the playoffs. And as long as they can connect and as long as they can be consistent. Well, um, a lot of the thing is um, I saw Cam Atkinson. I saw Kevin Hayes. Uh, rest in peace to his brother. Um, I saw Kevin Hayes. I saw Cam Atkinson. I saw Sam Morin and Ryan uh, Ellis. Ryan Ellis all at the Flyers practice facility during the developmental camp, um, which I thought that was a very encouraging sign to see a bunch of veteran guys there very early when they don't even have to. Yes, they're excited to go. They're excited I mean, to play. Let's let's figure out. Uh, Do we want to talk about the development camp a little bit? Go ahead. Wade Allison has proven not only in this development camp, but also in regular season games that he has a nice shot. Yes. In this development camp, he just proved it even more. Like there was one drill where he went. It was either twelve for twelve or thirteen for thirteen. Either way, made all of them. And made it look easy. Like top corners and everything. Um, Cam York looked really solid. Um, Morgan Frost took it a little easier because of his injury. But he was looking solid. Which is good. Um, Igor Zamula. He was looking really good as well. I mean, I don't expect Igor Zamula to be anything really i just kind of think he's just a depth piece at this point or a trick what's what's even better than us two solid depth pieces in both forward and defense i agree i agree somebody's gonna go down yeah so this development camp proved that their young guys have what it takes to be in the nhl and if somebody on the Flyers gets injured, we don't have too, too much to worry about because we have a nice young guy that has skill that should only take a couple of games to adjust and be and just provide what we need. Um, I did see um, Isaac Ratcliffe had a, had a very good camp and um, Tyson Forster. Um, he was the first round pick 2021. Oh, uh, I think it was 2020. 
but he he had a very good camp and a very good last day when they had the three on three tournament. Uh, he kind of took over with his puck handling and his shot, and that is very encouraging to see because now you have now you can kind of replace some older guys eventually throughout the year and even ne- in the next year or the following year. Yeah, slowly adjust of, all these guys into the roster, and and there's no no pressure for them right now to be yeah. good. They can to ease be, into it, be just another guy. They you know they don't have to go out there and be Sean Couturier. Not yet. That'll come, but three, three four years down the road, yeah, that's when we'll, we'll expect them. something. But I think it's just good to have experience, have experience in meaningful games, have experience in playoff type games with the physicality. Um, Cause I even think the physicality is different from even the minor leagues to the NHL. And it's just an adjustment period that these people have to get used to. Yeah, absolutely. Give them a couple games. They'll get used to it eventually. And they'll realize the different paces and they'll, they'll provide. Exclamation mark yawn number one. Mm-hmm. I was trying to hide it. He he's back to his normal self, guys. Well, it's because I'm back in my room. At school, I'm okay. At school, you're excited to be there. Which <laughs> I you're one in a million. I have fun. I don't know what to tell you. Now yeah. I can't find the start of the Flyers training camp. I mean, I get last year, but I, I can't. Is it even posted yet? It must not be. I mean, it's start of September season. Preseason starts what? End of September or early October? And then regular season starts mid October. I mean, it's it's. I think of, the Flyers they, they home start before basketball. I'm, I'm almost positive they start before basketball. I think the Flyers home opener is October 15th. If I'm not mistaken, it's October 15th. And I believe, what is it against Vancouver Canucks? I want to say. Well, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll start October 15th. And then, um, so pre preseason is going to be before that. And they usually have seven games. So that's probably beginning of October to, what, like the 12th? It's got to be. It, they got to start in the middle of September. Yeah. So it definitely has to be coming up. I don't know why I can't find it anywhere. I've been looking this entire time. I got nothing for you. I don't know. We will keep you updated on that um, because we... I, I know I love from... Eagles camp getting tweets all day about just updates on different players. I love watching training camps and spring trainings and just trying to figure out who's who's in, who's out, who's getting cut, who's staying on the team. Hard who's, knocks who's hockey edition. Hey, they're trying to do a basketball edition. They're doing a they um, Netflix is doing a behind the scenes uh, for golf with the PGA Tour. They're doing a bunch of big name players. And they're having that on Netflix that they're starting soon. And um, yeah, I I would love, 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 love for each sport to have it. I think it would be a huge hit in all five different. I would would definitely watch it for hockey. Because I I think the behind the scenes part of it 
for any professional athlete is really cool and how they, you know, how they basically cut people like going inside meetings, be like, Hey, you didn't block this guy because you have to be shaded here. Your eyes have to be this way. I'm like, I wouldn't even think of that. Yeah. They're just, they're just so far above everybody else. And it's truly amazing to see what they do on a daily basis. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Because it's football, I don't pay attention to it, so I'm I'm taking your word for it. It's it is ten three now. I need four points. How much time's left? Five minutes. Good luck, Potessor. They they're gonna kick a field goal and it's gonna be sixteen. And I need sixteen and a half, but it's okay. Uh let's uh Let's switch gears. Do you want to do Phillies? I mean, I'm kind of really down on the Phillies, but okay. Phillies collapse. I guess. Yeah. And then I have a little bit on the union we can do after as well. Oh, this, this will be quick. Don't worry. It'll be quick if I can even get words out to say anything. I mean, I, I just really don't know what to do. With this the team. number one thing I keep hearing is that Aaron Nola is an ace, and I do not believe it. Not in September, he's not. Not in general. He's too inconsistent. Again, with the uh, same thing with the Flyers. He's too inconsistent. One game, he'll have a fantastic game. Next game, he'll let up eight runs in two innings. Like, come on. This year, he has been inconsistent. Um, the Last year, few... he was too. Yeah, I mean... Okay. I, I just he's think not an ace in my opinion. Out the window, but he's not an ace. I yeah, he's got a bless you. Was that a sneeze? Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, I heard. The I, noise I cut my mic out. Away. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, he. I don't really know what Thank goes you. through his head to get to. Um, when he gets to August and September, I really just don't know what goes through his head. Um, I just his 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 stuff is there. His his COVID test. Uh, his his uh his stuff is there, but he just doesn't. I don't think he uses yeah, I got his you, Mark. fastball enough. Um, and that kind of dictates the rest of his pitches and it's kind of hard to surprise major league hitters when you can't locate your best pitch and his two seam running fastball is his best pitch and that's how he creates a lot of ground balls that's how he freezes a lot of hitters and he's been throwing a forcing fastball which is great but like bro you throw 92 to 93 you can only throw a forcing fastball in the majors now if you throw 96 and above like you, you need some sort of movement. It can't just be flat and straight. Yeah, and hasn't he been trying his curveball a lot well, too? Well, yeah, he throws his curveball a lot, and now hitters are just sitting on it, and now they know what's coming. Like if if they see it coming fast and hard, they just take it because they know it's going to be a ball. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Philly's defense has just been atrocious this year and they are way too inconsistent. Well, and as you keep saying, wasting Bryce Harper's best years. Yes. Well, 
like tomorrow if they go and beat the Marlins, you can catch me back on the back on the bandwagon. Um, same, I mean, I, yeah, I, same thing as last week. Yeah, actually, what is the score of the of the Braves game? Because last time I checked, they were losing. Uh, against know. Colorado, and if the Phillies, let's say the Braves lose, the Phillies don't lose any ground. And John will be hooked back in again. Um, I mean, I'm hooked if they win tomorrow. Um, what do you think the Phillies need to adjust? Um, adjust, I think. Other than everything, don't just say everything. No, no, pick, it's not pick like because pick because like the most important thing. They they are a good team, whether we want to believe it or not. Rockies up seven four, love it. Um, they are a good team, and they're a good team on paper. They've showed that they're a good team on the field with the eight game winning streak. They are just super inconsistent, and I think that their defense has costed them a lot, and that is the main thing that they have to fix. But their main thing that they have to fix is, um, I I just think that they're a little too old right now. I think. DD's got to go after this year, even though he signed for next year. I think he's just got to be released and you got to eat the money or he's got to be traded somewhere for some low level prospect or something. Um, because I, I would rather miss the playoffs with Bryson stop playing shortstop than DD who doesn't really do anything for me anymore. Like last year he, he, he had some pop in his bat and he would hit, big time home runs in big time spots, but this year he's batting like two fifteen, and with him getting a year older, he's slower. He's definitely slower. He's, he's got elbow issues. Um, La Touraine watches represents the spirit of taking risks, making sacrifices, doing what is right, not what is easy and hard work. Check out all their different highly made handcrafted watches and accessories from bags, watch bands, and straps to bracelets and sunglasses. Their watches can't be bested like the Compass, the Legacy 2, the Navigator, their Voyager 1893 collection, and the latest, hottest release, the Atlas. Free shipping on all orders over $50 and hassle-free returns in 30 days on postage paid returns. Go to LaTerrain.com and use code CEV for site-wide discounts. That's LaTerrain.com. Not, not it. So I, I would like to see the defense improved, and I would like some youth. I mean, Andrew McCutcheon probably isn't going to be on this team next year, and that's going to hurt them in the lineup. And they're definitely – I don't think they're going to be as good next year if they don't make an improvement in left field. Um, because right now he's carrying this team offensively, him and Bryce. So it's, it's real. I mean, theoretically, I don't think you can sign McCutcheon, even if he does hit like 400 for the net for the rest of the year. I, I just don't think it's worth it at that point. I think you just ride with whoever, whoever you can get in free agency. Um, but I just think they need to get a little younger. They shouldn't totally rebuild it because that's just, again, wasting Bryce Harper's years and JT's years. 
But if you could just plug in young players here and there, let Mick Abel, who's a very top tier pitching prospect, developed a little bit more, like he's in double A. Um, let him go a little bit. Hopefully next year he'll get the triple A. And at the end of next year, you hopefully bring him up in September, let him get a taste of it. And then the year after that, that's when you really kind of go. Cause he's, he got drafted at high school. So, I mean, he's 20 years old, I think now. So by time on my timeline, I think he's going to be like 21 or 22, probably 22. And I, I just think that at that point they can help. Um, I think they really found something in Ranger Suarez um, as a starter. I mean, I would love for him to be in the bullpen because God forbid this bullpen not let up a bit a lead. Um, but <laughs> I mean, next week I can come in with a whole plan of what they should. I mean, at the end of this year, I will come up with a whole plan of what they like, who they should get rid of, who say they should bring back. Because I was thinking about it during the week, and I'm like, there's certain people in the bullpen that I would like gone, and there's certain people that I would like here. Yeah. Before tonight, Archie Bradley what Archie Bradley was the guy who I wanted them to bring back. Not anymore. He left the home run tonight. Uh, I mean, all joking aside, I would bring it back, but <laughs> because this this bullpen stinks. Um, but like, I just think even like Alec Boehm, like I need something from him to sh- to give me some hope. And right now. We don't see any hope because there's no young players that are grasping and taking this team, you know, by the neck. And teams like the Nationals bring up Juan Soto, who was 21 years old, and boom, he's like the MVP of the World Series. Like, it's just we never have a guy who they just kind of bring up and he's just a stud immediately. And then everybody talks about him. No, we have to struggle and just be average. And um, yeah, that was a lot longer story of our lives. Yeah. That was a lot longer, but uh, Um, yeah, I would definitely want to see change in that bullpen. I think the Phillies need one more starter pitcher. They do to reshape, to reshape their bullpen. Hold on, hold on, time out. Because now you got me thinking this. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so you're going to have Zach Wheeler next year, right? So you're going to have Aaron Nola, whether you like him or not. You're going to have... He's not a bad pitcher. He's just too inconsistent for my liking. Suarez. You're going to have Zach Eflin. Vinny, Vinny Velasquez is gone. I never want to see him pitch again. Uh, him playing left field, that's a whole different story. But if you know, you know. Um, who else? Another who? Shohei Otani. Sleeves. Who sleeves? My bad. Um, who... Oh, Matt Moore isn't going to be there. Vin- yeah, Vinny. Okay. Uh, Matt Moore's not going to be there. Chase Anderson definitely ain't going to be there. Actually, no, this makes this makes a little bit of sense. Like, if, if Zach Eflin can come back next year, they have four legitimate starters that can kind of carry you and give you six innings of... Like, Zach Wheeler will give you seven and 
seven innings and under three runs all the time. Aaron Nola will give you six and and under, you know, three or four runs right now. Ranger Suarez has proved that he can go six and give up two or less. Like he did tonight and he was pulled for absolutely no reason. And Zach Eflin before he got hurt. And I mean, I know that's a big if with injuries, but he, he pitched kind of well. And I think going into next year, there should be optimism with the starting rotation. And, um, I mean, you can add a fifth guy, but the fifth starter is pretty much. Oh, Kyle Gibson. Oh, geez. That's who we forgot. I I need to learn my Phillies players. Yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about right now. Okay. So the starting rotation set. Okay. The bullpen. The bullpen. Let's. I need to actually bring up the Phillies roster because I don't know a lot of these people. Um, just a quote, guys. This was going to be real short. Yeah, it was. Um, okay, so you're going to have Jose Alv... How do you spell his last name? Varado, right? Cam Bessrosian. Who the heck is that? Archie is a free agent. So he's technically not on the scene next year. Connor Brogdon is. I like him. Um, Sam Coonrod. I. Oh, what is his? Oh, shoot. He might be a one-year deal, but I would love to have them bring him back. Hmm. What is his? All right, whatever that is, not waste your time. Um, who else are we looking at? And Hell De Los Santos, I never want to see pitch again. Billy Falter is a guy; he's a lefty that I like. They brought up from AAA. He um, kind of filled in that Ranger Suarez role, um, and has done a pretty good job. JD Hammer, who. Has shown flash flashes. Um, when I was at the game a couple weeks ago against the Rays, he got up to ninety five miles an hour, and if he can if he can consistently hit ninety four ninety five, I think he he could be a pretty good um, addition to that bullpen. Um, How you doing, Chris? It's all right that you missed beginning. Do yeah. not worry about it. We talked a lot about Chuck Fletcher and. Uh, made fun of John a lot. Yeah, uh, you can see a clip uh, posted. Uh, Chris, I actually did play baseball. Uh, I he did play baseball and he pitched. I topped for... that at like 82, 83 miles, eight probably eighty two miles an hour. I think. Um, let's just say I can, I could give you a solid inning or two, and uh, still have the same. I I could I could give up a home run just as easily. Um, who who else are we looking at? We're looking at Hector Neris, who's a free agent, but I would love to have the, uh, him brought back. Hector Neris. Um, yeah, right now you got five right now solidified. Um, I mean, if you keep Ranger in the starting rotation, which I I would. Yeah, so. 
the pitching, I don't think is as big of an issue as we think. We need a legitimate closer. Like, I think that's where you got to spend big money this offseason is a legitimate closer. Um, some guy who's just going to throw 98 to 100, hopefully. That's And a wipeout slider, that's just the template that I that I have in my head. <laughs> and um, no, Hector Neris is not as bad. As long as you keep him out of ninth inning, he has like a 2.5 ERA outside of the ninth inning and you put him in the ninth inning and he's like a 4.8. Like it's if he, that's what I'm saying. That's why you need a legitimate closer so that you can put, so then you can use Naris or Alvarado in the seventh and eighth inning. You can kind of flip flop them whenever the situation calls for, you can have Brogdon as another, add him to another seventh or eighth inning guy. Uh, JD Hammer could be more of like your sixth inning guy if somebody doesn't go that long. And Bailey Falter is your specialist, not specialist, but he's your lefty who you can bring out and just kind of throw against Sir Anthony Dominguez. I forgot about him. Sir and too many people on a baseball team Dunning. to remember. Yeah, the 40 man roster. <laughs> Dome. Guess. I mean, if he doesn't have Tommy John again. Um, yeah, so I I think the pitching is solidified. The defense, I would love to see Bryson Stott up next year. I'd love to see Mickey Moniak play left field. I would love to see... Um, uh, who else? I would love to see McGable up to AAA. Um, but... I think defense and getting younger is one area that I would love to see the Phillies improve in. Yeah, defense. That's the short definitely. answer. That's the short answer that That's took 15 short. minutes. Bruh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really what I got. Dude, I just let you go there. I know. I really did. I didn't really say much. You just kept going and going. You really know your Phillies, man. I know, I know. Well, I I listen to High Hopes with Jack Fritz and James Seltzer, and I love them to death. And um, we we both have we my opinions and their opinions kind of align a lot, and um, they they help me make sure that my ideas aren't crazy. Put it that way. That it's okay to have a good baseball team and not just be up and down the entire year. Like it's 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 within the rules. No, it's not. Not for Philadelphia. Anyway. No. You wanted right. to get to the Philadelphia Union. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. Mine's actually gonna be a little shorter than yours. Yeah, that's what I said. No, it really is. Um like the union are now on a shorter. Yeah. Oh, darn. I couldn't. Oh, never mind. Good. Can't find the That's what she said button. I just typed that in. I could. I can't find. Um, the union are now on a two game losing streak after tying a game and then winning that, uh, four games ago. So the last win was actually four games ago. And in the past four games, they have four points, which is not good. Not good for a team with the amount of skill that they have. Their homegrowns are absolutely amazing. Um, 
and they really do have the skill to be a top team and a top threat in the MLS, but they are just not proving it right now. They really need to work on their offense. Since the beginning of August, other than their 3-0 victory on August 4th as an outlier, they've scored one, two, three, four, five times in seven games. Eight times in eight games, if you count that 3-0 victory. But isn't that soccer? Isn't soccer the goal, not the score? No. Like to, to win games, you need to have multi multiple goals in one game. Other than that, you're not going to be winning. Yeah. How's it's it going, Eric? Eric? Hope you're doing well tonight. Um, yeah, so their offense has been slacking. Big time. Now, do you think it's the players or do you think it's the coaches? Like, is it a tactical or a strategic thing? Or is it just they're just not putting the ball in the back of the net? I think they're not putting the ball in the back of the net in short terms. In long terms, they're playing with it too much. They're looking for that perfect pass. And if they don't have that perfect pass, they hold on to the ball. And then they, and they just it. You know, swing it around the horn, try it again. Yeah, like they, they're just not shooting. Like their strikers oh. are not shooting, and what, that is what other a big team issue. do we know that doesn't shoot? Flyers on a power play. Yeah. <laughs> ding ding ding. Let um, me actually hold on. Let me find the ding ding without having it. He, he's gonna play. he's gonna hit the same button as he did <laughs> last time, and I'm going to die laughing again. All right. Hold on. Nope. There. Uh, nope. Wait. No. Nope. Uh, ding. <laughs> ding. <laughs> okay. That that one worked. Oh, that's a low blow. That is totally not a low blow. Chris remembers you being you and your man crush. That. And That's a I, low blow. I hope he gets fined that $1.1 million because he's just causing way too many problems for his Sixers right now. But for the Union, I think their defense has been pretty good. Like most of their losses have my been. my boy Andre Blake uh, still in net? Dude, he's been a beast in net. I mean, I used like, to like, a couple times in FIFA. I could have told you that. Even though they lost 3-1 to one against D.C., he had two or three outstanding saves. Like that game could have easily been five one six one, like easily. Mm-hmm. But Blake was just came up big for them, and in the first half, Blake came up really big. But then when they scored the couple times in the end, um, I just think he got worn out. Mm. Like that game was not a good defensive effort whatsoever. But I think their defense has been pretty decent. Um, they can definitely be better. Oh, what was that? It says ouchies. It's again. It said ouch. There it is again. Dude, it's, you need to go through this soundboard, listen to each individual sound, just, and save sounds. Man. I typed in ouch, and it comes up ouchies. And I'm just thinking it's like, oh, it's going to say in one just weird way. No, it's got to take it to a whole nother level and say whatever it said. 
<laughs> the soundboard you're using right now, though, is for streaming on Twitch, dude. Well, we it's not made for podcasts. <laughs> we got to censor it out. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, <laughs> That's me losing right now. Pretty much, yeah. At this rate, you owe me the milkshake. Um, so their goalkeeping has been fantastic. Like, even though they've been losing games, their goalkeeping has been fantastic. There's only so much a goalkeeper can do. Their defense has been decent. They can be better. They can definitely be better, but they haven't been horrible either. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too unhappy with the defense, but I definitely know they can be better. Their offense, I am disappointed with because like with Santos up there, Casper up there, um, some of their younger players that have been playing really well in the like U17 leagues and U18 and U19 leagues, like the amount of skill that they have up there, they just have not been showing it. And it's disappointing me. Now, are they an old team or do they have a good mix of young and old? Or are they fully they a, young? Like, what are they? They are not fully young. They do rely on their homegrowns a decent amount. So, and they're younger. So, like, mm. um, I know you know Brendan Arison that we traded. His younger brother's on there and he's 18. What, like, who's the guy who we loaned to some team over in Europe? That was really good. Oh, what was his name? Day Day something. Peace, Eric. But wasn't he a really good? Wasn't he a really have good a good player? night, Eric? Yes, he is. Um, they so loaned I th- I him think overseas. Gotta, you know, that's got to um, Philadelphia put a big. Union. Oh, this is what I should have played. <laughs> when I hit the wrong one. Jack Dave Rise. Has Jack been loaned. V R I E S. He's another home homegrown player. He's been he's been a great player. Um, like basically something that I've kind of like my personal opinion when they got rid of Brendan Aronson, um, and a couple other midfielders from last year, uh, they did not fully replace them. Mm-hmm. So they're just not as good in that midfield position as they need to be. Okay. Especially for the offensive ability. Like they're, I feel like their midfield has been doing pretty good getting back on defense. Um, But when it comes to the offense, they've been lacking their defense and the strikers. Like they've all been lacking. Mm. So they, they need, there's a little bit of work they need to do but they can still make that they're still in a pretty good spot for playoff run right now um but they need to improve a little bit if they want to keep that spot because they are by the end of the season if they keep at the pace that they're going right now they're not going to be in that playoff spot yeah and what uh like where are they right now in the standings like how does that all work with that i I believe they're fifth on the for each conference, you need eight players or seven teams from each conference. They're in fifth place right now. And so they so they are in the playoffs right now. 
They are in the playoffs right now, but the team that is out of the playoffs has 27 points and the Union have 32. So if the Union lose two more time and Columbus crew wins two more time, Union's out. Okay. Basically. Got it. Because DC United and that's Montreal, right? Yeah, Montreal. Both of them have been playing better as of late. Mm-hmm. So if the Union keep up their play as poor as it's been and Montreal and DC keep up their play as good as it's been, they're going to overtake Philadelphia union in next couple weeks. And then union's going to be right on the edge of a playoff run. So they really need to step it up and their offense needs to produce soon, sooner rather than later. Their defense needs to improve a little bit too, but their offense really needs to step it up. You don't think it's coaching, right? You just think it's the players. I don't. I don't think it's the coaching. No, because the, I. I love their coach, Jim Curtin. I think it is. Jim Curtin. Yeah, Curtin. He, I. I like him a lot. He's been. He's been a fantastic coach for the Union. Yeah. Um. I do. I honestly do not think it's Curtin whatsoever. I think he does a pretty good job of rotating the guys, keeping them fresh, and playing them to their best abilities. But they're guys just have not been producing for him recently. And it kind of worries me a little bit, like Mm -hmm. what type of leadership has been going on recently. But it, I mean, if they switch it around, I'll be happy. Like as long as they make the playoffs, I'll be happy. Right. Um, Because if they make the playoffs, they can't do worse than they did last year where they were a first round exit. Yeah. Um, you just got to be able to get into the dance and you got a shot. Yes, exactly. So they, they just, they just need that offense at this point to really step it up. If they can get two goals a game, they'll, they'll be racking up the points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I got nothing on the union. Uh, yeah, I know you don't pay too much attention. Well, I get their updates and I, I used to watch a good, like I used to turn tune into every game for a couple of minutes just to see what's going on. But recently I haven't been able to see any of it. Um, So I'm just kind of looking at box scores, which I I'm like contradicting myself because I hate people who just look at box scores. Um, But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. All right. Fair enough. I got to get some scores up because locks of the week are coming up. Soon. Yes, sir. Time to start this month off right. And here you go, John. There's a lot of international gameplay coming up for soccer this week. No, no regular season game until Friday, September 10th. Bet. Oh, and uh, just to update you on uh, the Georgia game, it f- finalized 10-3. But, but I did not read this little cliff note of the the uh, the bet that I had. It said for every twenty five hundred uh, submissions of the bet, the point total that like the over under gets lowered by point five. So there's so many people that did it. I still won, <laughs> and I didn't even know it. So, oh jeez. So we doubled our money tonight. It's such a great night now. You're so happy. I know because Good stuff. because if if I somehow lose this week, 
my milkshake is paid for. Thanks to DraftKings. <laughs> oh, thanks to DraftKings. Fair enough. All right, locks of the week. Yes. Oh yeah, since I won, right. do I get to go first? Yes, you do. Oh, buddy, oh boy. All right. I usually pick the Phillies. Not doing that. Um. Hmm. Oop. Okay. What are you Not going with then? Doing that. I. I'm gonna take. Patrick Cantlay tomorrow to win the the tour championship. Who? Just type Patrick. C A N T L E Y. He's a golfer. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna win the tour championship. Right now he has a two shot lead and he's looked fantastic the last three weeks. Um. I'm going to choose men's tennis, uh, a tennis one. Mm. I got to stick with my soccer. That's really the only sport I pay attention to this time of year. Hmm. Didn't pin out for me last week. but Actually, week. we're not going to do that because it it's kind of hard to dictate who's going to be there later in the week. Um <sighs> You said no soccer uh, things? No regular season, all international. So you have five international games coming up this week. Okay. And where can I find that? Just the MLS app? Yeah. I have I have it up right now. So you have Mexico versus Croatia. Oh, okay. I like Costa Rica. Um, oh, I, I, I see it right now. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so it's Sunday. I'm going to try and spread it out and... On Wednesday, September 8th. That is during this week, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm going to take the U.S. over Honduras. Okay. So that's. And just so everybody's aware, the Colorado Rockies did win. So the Phillies are still two, still two games back in the division. Not two and a half. Thank goodness. And right. I am going to take. I can still make a pick Friday night, right? Because we're yep. going to do this Sunday. Yep. Um, the Atlanta United. I'm going to take them. You to can. Beat. You can even do. Oop, you can even do Saturday night if you really want to. Yes. I'm going to choose Atlanta United FC to beat Orlando City Friday night. All right. So I've got two for CONCACAF, one for MLS. All right. So I got Canada beating El Salvador. Okay. I've got USA beating Canada. And then the Saturday team I wanted. Which one was it? Mm -hmm. 
And then in hopes of Nashville helping out the Union, Nashville beating Montreal. And that one's on Saturday. Okay. So that one, that one's more of a personal level. That Why? Because if Nashville beats Montreal, they're still behind the Union. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah, they're still two points behind the or one point behind the Union. Yeah. Yep. 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 So the, they would be the ones kicked out first mm-hmm. of the playoff run, then before the Union. Yeah. Okay. I got you. So those are my picks. Sweet. They are officially locked. And next week, um, I have a overnight golf tournament from Friday or from Saturday into Sunday. So unfortunately, our show will not be Saturday night, the September 11th. It will be September 12th, Sunday um, at 10 o'clock. We will let you know if it's any later or earlier, um, depending on when I get home. Hopefully it is earlier because those are very long days and drives back from the Poconos. Actually, maybe we'll do a Friday just in case. I just picked a Saturday game, you jerk. Well, we could still let it slide, though. We could still let it slide. You'll give it, you'll give me the slide. I'll, I'll, I'll for this one time because you decided to switch it after well, I put I'll, in my I'm lock. Just, I'm just thinking that because we'll Jerk. be coming up for the Poconos, it'll be like a two-hour, three-hour drive, whatever it is. And I'm the one driving, too, so I'll be doubly tired. So okay, so Friday, September 10th, we will be doing this next show. Patrick's one pick will be slid over to next week, so he will have four next week. And I will have three. And uh, Pat, you got anything else? Um, I guess next week we can redo your Penn State pick because they play played on September 11th. What do you? Oh, because I I picked. Yeah, I I messed that one up. So I've already got one pick. Ready for next week. <laughs> right, we, we, can def- we can definitely redo that pick for you. We are just all over the place tonight. We apologize. I apologize. I'm the one being a mess. <laughs> yeah, John's a complete mess. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I ha- I'm not even going to lie. I haven't even done much research this week, and I still feel more intact than you are. You're number two. I think it's time to sign off. Fair enough. All right, guys, that concludes episode 12. We truly appreciate everybody that stopped by, everybody that liked us on Facebook. Make sure you follow our Twitter page at Jensen Drive Podcast. Everything's uh, down down on the bottom, the bottom banner that's been going across. Um, If you want to link to our Discord, message us on Twitter as well. Um, I'm guessing we're not doing our fantasy league this year. Probably not, unless we can get people right away. I mean, that's that's up to them. Yeah, we need what eight people by September eighth. Well, you you can do four, but generally you want you want six generally or eight. you want 
you went 10, but you know, six or eight is also good. I mean, really just all, all depends right. who we get, but as of right now, it's a no. Fair enough. Um, we can always do hockey, fancy hockey. Oh, that's true too. I'm down yeah. for that. I, I know we got a big flyers uh, following too. So yeah, that'll be good. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We, uh, go live on that. That's J JP sports podcast. Um, and follow, did I say follow our Twitter? I think I said follow our Twitter. Yes, I did. I okay. Think you covered them all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I covered them all. Look who's a mess now. Uh, we just went off topic. So my <laughs> thought process went out the window. Um, but thank you all for watching. We truly appreciate you guys being here and supporting us. It means the world to us. Thank you, CEV Sports, and thank you, Philly Sports Alliance, again, for allowing us to be here. We will yes. shout you guys out every week. Um, definitely make sure you go follow them if you haven't already. And we will catch you guys on Friday. Yeah, Friday, September, September 10th. 10th. Stay safe out there, guys. Yep. Peace. See ya. Peace.